So here we are to podcast. Fun. First of all, Laura's got COVID. Again. Laura's whole family has COVID. Laura's whole family has COVID. She must have got that at the doctor. Really weird because, I mean, I talk to Laura like 10 times every day. <clears throat> what? And so last Tuesday, she's fine. She's fine. I talked to her Wednesday morning. She's fine. She calls me Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. She goes, I got COVID. I'm like, what? She goes, you know, I started sneezing. My eyes were watering, but she has really bad allergies. Yeah. So she figured that's what it was. But she goes, then, like, very quickly, my throat started to get sore. My throat started to, like, feel like it was going to close. She had, like, a COVID test in her desk, you know, because she's at work. Everybody kind of has those around now. She goes, it's positive. She goes, it just bounced right back positive, like. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah, one of those strong ones where it, like. Dip, and then it's like, wow, yeah. you've yeah. got, you've got COVID. Oh. Wah, wah, wait, it said wah. wait 15 minutes, but it's like, yeah, it's like a pregnancy wah, test that wah, says it takes wah. 10 minutes and it comes immediately back with a dark line. <laughs> I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> so she goes home on Wednesday, test Danny and Christopher, both positive. Did they have any symptoms though? They didn't. Not then. Not but, it, but but the symptoms started very rapidly. Then Danny started to feel terrible by that night. And I talked to Laura on Wednesday night. When she had COVID before, this was one of the things that happened to her. Is her throat swells up in the back. And she can't swallow. And she can't lay down. Because mm-hmm. she's not, not going to be able to breathe. That's what happened to her when she had COVID the first time. So that was it's very... a pretty dangerous symptom to have when exactly. it comes to COVID. Exactly. So. So she's belly aching about, you know, she was, you saw in our thread, belly aching about, I got those vaccines and they don't work. And I'm like, I'm going to slap your face right off right now. Honestly, you don't even say anything. Just screenshot those and send them to Carly, her daughter. That's the move. (laughs) That's what you do. Who's a COVID nurse. No, she's She's an ECMO ECMO specialist. Yeah. And ECMO is the specialty treatment that when you're in big ass trouble, that's kind of like the last resort. To save your life. Yeah. Yeah. Just let Carly slap her. So Carly slapped her up real good. <laughs> she called she called me on Wednesday night. Like mm. it's you know, it's like eleven o'clock and Laura's calling me. We all know. It might as well be two in the morning. It might yeah. as well be two in the morning. Yeah. It is so when she morning. calls me that late and she's like, I'm in the shower and I'm shaking and I can't get warm and I can't sleep, I can't lay down, I can't breathe, and I'm like do you need to go to the ER? I mean, do you like need to go to the ER? Because that's not good. That's why COVID people go to the ER. It's because you can't breathe. Well, she won't because she's hard-headed. Okay. Then suffocate in your house. So she sat up all night long. No laying down. Sat up all night long. Sounds like a really Calls me the night. next morning. I said, are you on the way to the ER now? She's like, I'm on the way to the ER. Cause okay. Do I you go, wish you'd gone eight hours ago? <laughs> Did you enjoy your night? <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing worse than being sick in the night like that because it's like, it's quiet and nobody's up. So you're just like looking at the clock, waiting for how much longer until somebody's awake. You're alone. Well, yeah. she's not alone because she's going to call me. <laughs> she don't care what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she went to an independent ER and they were nasty to her. The girl was like nasty. Like, you have COVID? Go sit over there. Well, honestly, I don't know what you expected them either. (laughs) To get the Paxlovid, to get get the antiviral, to knock it down. I would figure they would still have some kind of protocol to where it's like, oh, you have COVID? Just call me when you're in the parking lot and we'll come out and talk to you. I don't think they do. Because, I mean, just being devil's advocate, I mean, if I were them, I don't want you in here, man. Like... You know what? You're standing in line next to him at Walmart. You have a highly contagious you're standing, r- respiratory you're, they're coming, virus. They're coming into our office every single day. I don't know. And we know they are. That's how I finally got it. Yeah. Two-year streak. Client, a client Down comes in and says, oh, I've got COVID. Yeah, and I go, uh, And then okay. three days later, Trap's got COVID. Yeah. Yep. You know how many people I know that, that get sick and they won't even test? They won't even test. That's the whole thing. It's like, how many people actually have COVID and They're don't not even tested. test for COVID? Not going to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. So anyway, they hit her up with the steroids and the Paxlovid and... Not the ER. She left the ER. She left the ER and did a telemed with her doctor. 
mm-hmm. which is that's the thing to do. Those things are like awesome. I have you ever telemed. done that? It's like fantastic. I love telemed. I have doctors I've never even met because I have telemed. doctors I've never even been to in person. Well, how are they supposed to like check any kind of vital signs or any of your? You it know, depends on what you're going if for. If I go to the emergency room, they sit me down, they blood pressure. Ask you all kinds of questions you don't want to answer about your horrible lifestyle. And <laughs> you don't take care of yourself. What are, your risk, what are your risk factors? And you want to say to them, that's none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the one on trial here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> you eat what? What? So anyway, she got steroids and she got medications and like w- one day of steroids. And she, Laura, I, she was up this morning and the emails were oh, yeah. flying. She's cranking the emails I can always tell when she's feeling good. Is it just good. prednisone? Yeah. I mean, took we... the swelling down in her throat like like in it's eight magic. hours. I got prednisone, man. Why do you need to go to some doctor? <laughs> prednisone's prednisone's prednisone. I got I got prednisone that, is prednisone. I got that in my pantry. I probably got like a hundred doses of prednisone. <laughs> Next time that happens, if that happens to me, I'm just gonna. Wrap one of those preds in a pepperoni and cram it down my throat. <laughs> you want me to come cram it down your throat for you? Yeah. You know, when I was so sick a couple of weeks ago, I would have sworn I had COVID. I mean, I felt terrible. I was just terrible. Negative COVID, negative COVID. Ended up having to go to urgent care because I'm just so sick that I can't get better. Mm-hmm. Tested me for COVID. Tested because me you for like flu. to get bronchitis. And I like pneumonia. to get bronchitis. Yeah, my my lungs really want to go that true. route. You get bronchitis like once every two years or something <coughs> like that. Oh gosh, she's coughing. Look, she's yeah. got it now. I'm still COVID. not over this cough. Yeah. Still not over it. Yeah, really. And who who uh-uh. made you go to urgent care? Oh, that's me. Because you're hard headed and you don't want to. And I finally told no, you. No, that's Laura. Get your butt to urgent <laughs> care in the morning. We're so much the same, the same that when I yell at her, it's the same stuff she yells at me for. Yeah. <laughs> And yet, neither one of you learn from each other. No, we don't. No, no. no. It's weird, no. right? No. It's so, what to do. so weird. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. You can't like, see your reflection and be like, mm, I should make changes. <laughs> you make fun of Bessie for that same behavior where she's like, well, yeah. Like, don't tell <laughs> do her. Do what I want. Yes. So anyway, she's feeling better today. But well, not here. You but just, she is not you here. You should have just went down there and grabbed a prednisone, wrapped in a pepperoni, and just crammed it <laughs> no, you, you, you gotta put it in her. You gotta put it in her Chick Fil A chicken soup. That's where you gotta put it. She'll just no, eat it. You don't know if she eats it. And it yes, just she does. Straighten it up, put it in her chicken no. soup. Just when open, I, just when open the capsule. And you just gotta cram it. When I cram a pill, I want to make sure that whole sucker's going. That went in there. down. Yeah. I was just showing one of the girls that over there. She's just like, with the pill pocket and oh honey, like it's not. And I go here, like this. One hand, <coughs> lip up, yeah. down, gone, bye, over. All you got to do is wash your hands. That's yeah. all. I didn't even wash my hands. Oh, my God. That's gross. I just took that. <coughs> I found I that Lala pill, and then I just took her and just, like, went down to the cat barn. <laughs> so, so speaking of that, we have, we have cat testing second generation now because <laughs> attempting. 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 I'm and I'm I'm I have some anxiety about that too. I just want to make sure. Well, yeah. Oh, in Wes, general. Is the, Wes is the damn cat tester. And well, I mean, it's be, it's better than nothing, but it's not the same because those cats don't live in a house. They're not used to. <clears throat> no, go ahead. Tell me. They're not going to give you the whitey. Well, That's, I was I, mean, well, I was I was I was thinking the same thing. Well, let me too. let's it's just like, start. Let's like just start at the beginning because we have people applying for dogs. Yeah. And they have a cat. Mm-hmm. So Laura's like. I can't do anything. So then we t- kind of talked about it. Like, what if we just put the dog on a leash and go down to the to the meow town? I mean, I got cats. <coughs> you yes. got cats, but usually the only one that you'll see on a regular basis is Princess. Yeah. Well, the only one that won't flee from you when some when some oddity walks through the door. Right. All the other cats. Are yeah, they scurry. They really do. They scurry, which can also be used. A scurrying, running away cat. If the cat. dog sees it, if the dog sees it, but yeah. they're but they're so ninja-like mm-hmm. that they and they disappear. Sometimes they're just invisible, man. <coughs> like, I know. And so and so, it's not a house cat. So the test isn't really going to be indicative of like right. a, a confident house cat. Yeah. Uh, especially one who's used to their environment. That's going to share the living room. And with you know, it's, dog. and it's and it's a cat. You know, cats in their mind, they're like the masters of the entire universe. Yeah, you are just their servants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a feral cat is <coughs> you know, way different. So you know, we feral. had we had Lala Bear, who's got an application, and they have a cat. Previous adopter, I think they've adopted from us like five times, but nonetheless, they have a cat. 
their cat is really old, from what I'm told, and kind of has its own environment. Like they, like the dogs and the cats aren't like mingling together all the time. Mm-hmm. So, but we still need to see, and what we are hoping to be able to see, and maybe all we can be able to see, is to, to walk the dog down there. And let Princess see the dog, and the dog see Princess, and see if that dog wants to go. Because, like Wes said, you're gonna what you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see easy fails, right? There's there's categories of failure. I remember him seeing that, and I remember some of the videos that he's done before, where I look at it and I go, Oh no, yeah, yeah. no. He's only no, had a no. couple of those that are like, No, no. I, I could probably count them on maybe two hands, like the easy fails. Remember that Frenchie <laughs> that was super nasty? That, that one eye, that one eyed French, the Eclair. That oh, was, yeah. Wow, was a holy, oh, holy yeah. bananas was, was one that, that like, a fail. Wow. <laughs> she really wanted to eat a cat, too. Glenn, Do- Glenn what was her name? Glenn Dola? Yeah. That cat. one, too, yeah. That fat little turd in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I walked her in, and it she was fine. And then she, that then she saw yeah. Whitey from, like, 100 yards. was like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, dig down all your massive yeah. power, uh-huh. dragging forward. <laughs> eyes then, are all red. Yeah, yeah. eyes are fixated. Those are easy fails that you could tell. You know, right away, that dog looks at that cat and that dog is red. It's gone. You can't yeah. talk to them anymore. Yeah. yeah. But like a sporky fail, that's a question mark fail. You're not going to yeah. really get that. That was a question mark fail. Yeah. You know, I was, I, I that's kinda... the kind of fail you can't get now necessarily. Well, we'll insert the video of. Oh, it's not a good video. But it's our first attempt. That was just for you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> for, for anybody to see of Lala Bear looking at a cat. She I mean, looked at that cat several times and. But then she looked away. Well, it's also important. You can't really see from the video, but when the video first starts, I'm walking her into into the barn, and then directly across, two of the black cats were there, and they just instantly start going stealth. But Lala knew they were there, and sounds like looking over. But once again, her curiosity is just like, "Well, what was that?" Not pulling, not like, ugh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whatever it is, I need to get after it. You know, because obviously the whole barn smells like barrel cats. Right, right. So, I mean, their scent is all over the place. And you got Not cat- like it smells like cat pee in and the you whole got, barn. Well, no, well there's a litter box and there's yeah. cat food. Well, no, yeah, that's, yeah, there's, yeah. There's but when you say box. that, my immediate mind goes to no. like hoarder cat pee smell. No, it doesn't smell like cat pee. It just smells like They can smell the cats. I'm not a hoarder with my barn. That's rude. But no, uh, all the smells are in there. But once again, her behavior is just like very curious and casual. She never created any tension on that line at all. She walks great on a leash. Does I mean, she? Yeah, she's just fantastic. Um, cat we got. That's a pretty good reaction. That's all we can do. Princess is upset. You know, in, in the initial, in the beginning of the video, what you don't see is I, I, I walk in. Once again, the cat's kind of, you know, kind of scattered a little bit. But the video is kind of dipped down. You couldn't see them. And it would be hard to, like, look through. But there's a cat here and there's a cat Are here. they on the ground or on the shelves? They're on the shelves. They're, like, four feet up up in the air. Like, well, they're, they're really, like, on, on the tables. On table and shelves. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's, like, four or five feet. Four, there's probably four feet high. And she, you know... Saw that immediately, and she's just like, "Oh, what was that?" Mm-hmm. Not like, "Oh," not like this ski daddling with her feet yeah. to try to yeah, get I don't to have that a rope burn legs. on my hand. You know? <laughs> right. Like I didn't need gloves. Um, but yeah, and then she, you know, she's just kind of sniffing around, and I, I knew Princess is generally always in that spot, and just kind of walked over, 
Um, and just like casual smells and then definitely saw her. You know, the dog's princess immediately like curls up, does that like Halloween cat. Did she hiss at her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hissing <laughs> and does the, gr- oh, those groans that yeah. she does. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fantastic because if a dog is going to have interest, that makes them more interesting. Yeah. And th- that's one of those things when it comes to those tests, just like with dog tests. It's like, you know, something will always pop up or happen and you just have to in the moment be like, okay, I need to use that. Yeah. Or can I use that? Or do I stop? Or and so I just kind of kept using it. Or will this dog realize the messages it's being sent from this cat yeah. that you have T minus yeah. two and a half yeah. seconds until yeah. I claw your face? Yeah. But once again, yeah, and she was giving all those warnings <laughs> to the to the la la bear, but um, <clears throat> once again, she just like acted casual. Just like, oh, okay, a little curious sniff. Once again, never created any tension on a leash. The cats would dart again in her peripheral. And she doesn't like react to that. Thinks to dart after anybody, so I think that was that was a pretty good test. But I mean, we can definitely test again because um, you know we have to figure something out. Yep. The only yeah. thing I would change about that test is if Princess was on the ground. I don't know if that's. Achievable. Oh yeah. Wes asked me in the thread like, what happens in that moment if you were to pick Princess up, put her on the ground? I was like, she's gonna bite me. <laughs> she's gonna <laughs> bite me. Right up don't do that. Do you see her hunched up like this? Her hair like, ah, ah. You know the outline drawing of like a Halloween cat with yeah. its arched back all over. And hey, I can generally pick up Princess. I can carry. I can pick up Princess. I can carry her a hundred yards. I've done it many times. Not in that mindset. Not in that situation. <laughs> no. Princess would be like, what the hell you think you're doing to me? <laughs> I'm upset. No. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, no. Second She's a all, wild card that stands, yeah. like, let alone there. She's insane. I could probably try doing that with Mr. Cat. Cat Tess. Yeah. He's kind of... He's pretty old, too. He's, he's pretty old. I mean, yeah, he's really, he's really old, too. Old. Very old. Um, I don't know. It'd be worth a shot. Because, I mean, he's a house cat. Well, once again, we can test again. I just I just didn't have another set of hands. Yeah. You know, like some of those cats, I think just about all of them, except for, except for Betty, I can pick them up for a limited time. Uh-huh. Depends on who it is. Um, so, you know, I can theoretically prep beforehand and just go maybe like put them in like a big crate on the ground. Because, uh, you know, when, 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 when Wes brought that up, I, I immediately thought, yeah, that's a pretty important point. On the, you know, ha- seeing them on that equal level. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I don't want to ter- I don't want to terrorize the cats, though. I don't want to ruin yeah. your relationship and their trust with you. You know, we have to be careful. That's about why that. I wouldn't be that robust with testing those cats. Um, but like, if the, the the dog has to be able to like actually get the cat and have that thought. And then see if it acts on that thought you or mean not. Like, like proximity wise, yeah. Yeah. Like where, gotta, where their nose, nose can touch their, their cat fur. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they can get a smell of it in it. Like, it's and then a, they go. Ah, or like ah, if, that, ah. or if that if that cat is near enough to them, where if that dog lunged, it thinks that it could catch that cat. Because then you'll see like <clears throat> the wheel spin. You could yeah. probably yeah. do like an initial that, test, like what you just did, where like this might be okay, and then you could go to like a Mister Cat's test. Uh, yeah. Because like I said, with that, what you did, like. Nine out of ten fails, you're going to see it. Yeah. Be, it'd be real obvious. Yeah. That's like, if you wanted to do further testing, like, yeah, we can come do some further testing. Um, but, you know, we have to, I mean, that's what we do is find homes for dogs. And lots well, of them yeah. have a cat. Yeah, you know? and, and, and I'm not, you know, <coughs> don't want anyone's cat being hurt you know, right. with, with what we're doing. So, um, so, yeah, we can maybe just test again, maybe... I'll talk to Wes and maybe maybe create something. Yeah. Uh, just to be a little more definitive. But honestly, everything I saw, I was like, I wouldn't have any concerns. But yeah. once again, we've our whole testing thing is different now, so we just want to make sure that we're we're, we're good. It's, it's a pretty good the, test to though. the best of our ability. It's a pretty yeah. good test. Yeah. And Laura will take that information back to them with that caveat to mm-hmm. the rest of, best of our ability. Oh yeah, a doctor sees the video. You know, <clears throat> make sure they don't have any concerns or whatnot. Yeah. Um, make sure introductions are done in a certain way in the home that's specific to the home. But because a lot, yeah. a lot of times we'll hear an adopter that has a cat, and they they do kind of live a separate life in the house. You know, like they're they stay upstairs and stuff like that. Like you know, the dog that the, the, they don't ever in, intertwine too much. I mean, because you know, cats do what cats want to do. Yeah, and maybe they don't want to hang with the dogs. You know. Princess in that video is, she's broadcasting conflict 
and the dog didn't pick up on that and respond with like more conflict. It's, it's you know, so it's, that's it's a pretty good test. So that's good, but it's not really definitive because oh, no, it's, it's if, 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 if once again, I, I I think that that important point that you brought up is like them being on equal ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, having the opportunity if they did decide to go after it. But, uh, but I if think that's not I, achievable necessarily, it's pretty, it's kind of not. I mean, I can put yeah. her in a crate. Crate doesn't. It's not the crate. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. It's not. I mean, I could do a big open that's wire. Not a, a very much value. Big open wire crate where you can see it. I th- I think it's best like the part where she's on the freezer and Lala Bear is like right under. That's what I mean. That's pretty. That's at. pretty good. But it's, I mean, if you had a Frenchie in there, you can't. Yeah, that's was, true. Yeah. yeah, but you could always pop that Frenchie up under the freezer. Like I said, we're going to have to find our way. Yeah. Yeah. Then the Frenchie's like on uncertain ground and it's not going to behave the same. Right. That's, well, I mean, yeah. you're going to have to go like case by case here. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the dog will behave differently if you pick it up and put it on And put it up on a high. You know, if you had, than, if you had a Glendola fail that was like a super fail and you walked into that barn like that, she smells the cat, you'd know immediately. But that still. dog didn't fit. That dog was in that room for, I don't know, 60 seconds before it just... And then it was gone. It was red. Kill that. It's not like it did that because it's it, that, that dog saw him and like it didn't seem like it was going to be anything. And they even like brushed up. I think it was a long time ago. <clears throat> it, di- it didn't happen immediately. Declare it happened immediately. <clears throat> Claire walked in the door like about five feet in the Where's door. Where's the cat? <laughs> she <laughs> saw that cat. She, wa- she walked five steps in the door and she was frozen. She was transfixed. I'm like, mm, this is kind of weird. It feels like she would have done. And I, so I made her come closer, and she still was transfixed. And she got close enough, close enough where she thought she could catch it, and then, yeah. <laughs> you wonder how she lost her eye. She yeah. almost lost another eye. <laughs> she had two cats under that bed. She almost lost another eye. <clears throat> and the cats. So anyway, the barn cats have a part-time job now. They're well, auditioning for it. We're going to see. They're, yeah. audi- we're, they're we're auditioning see for the yeah. role. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Once again, I need Wes down there to tell me or see if we can. Well, and I think Princess is our most operable cat. because yeah. It's the only one that's going to tolerate that kind of nonsense. And she, but she's always present. The other cats, yeah. you, I, yeah. I'll go in there nine times out of ten. I don't see a cat. They don't like you. I know. Yeah, they really don't. Or then they'll be up in the top, like in a, in a container, and all I see is like the eyes. Yeah, they're Bing! just peering around. They're just like you. looking and waiting for me to leave. Yeah, they don't want you because yeah. you don't belong. Go in. away. <laughs> You're not supposed to be in there. You don't belong. You in don't here. bring the chicken. You don't bring the yep. can. <laughs> you don't. Scoop no the redeeming box. qualities. You don't fill the water. You don't do the dry food. You don't get rid of the possums. You do nothing. You've had any possums in a while? Have you? In a while. I saw one on the cats. road the other night. Well, there's a lot of clearing behind us, so you think maybe like a lot of the possums have moved farther out. Well, I think they've just kind of have started to find their own spaces and yeah. just kind of venture out into the wild because, once again, their whole habitat was destroyed. Yeah. Um, I mean, totally destroyed, leveled to the ground, yeah. just dirt, uh, and then burned. So. And now it's just going to be, what did they say it was? Townhomes. Town yeah. yeah. That's what they're putting behind us? Yeah. At least they're Town not homes. building a school. That no, whole thing is townhome. No, we were. Uh, yeah. She was. She, we were, we drove by. I don't know where we went. <clears throat> where we were going, but we. Me and Wes were cruising around. Yeah, in my in my car, and so she, she wanted like she, she's like, "Can your car make it down there?" I'm like, "Dude, it's got four wheel drive." So that's my favorite question. Because <laughs> I want to go looky the round. So no, we went there. we went four by four down all up in there and looking around and <laughs> stuff and. And she saw these like construction-y dudes like ch- chilling under trees. She's like, pull up to them. I'm gonna ask some questions. Pull up to them because I'm gonna seek <laughs> I information. I want to talk to that man over there. That man right yeah. there. And this foreman-y-looking guy came up and he started. He he talked to you. Like, what did you ask him? What are you, what are you building? What is it? What y'all doing around here? What y'all doing? Well, <laughs> the, bulldozing for where this has been built and has been cleared goes t- to our creek along my trail. Mm-hmm. So it backs up our property. It backs up to the back of our property. So I want a. I want to know what you're building, but most importantly, I said the clearing that you're doing. Are you guys all done? Are you just going to keep on clearing? He's like, no, this is it. He well, goes, he said he cleared all the way up to the property line. To the property he line of what, they, of what they own. Of what they what own. These so there's no own. more clearing that they can yeah. even do. Yeah. <clears throat> so as destructive as it has been, I was glad to hear that that they're not coming any closer. Because it already feels like they got pretty close. Well, it's because they can't come any closer. Even though, you know, on, on their side and the opposite side of the creek, they, they did do like a whole road thing on the other side of the creek. I think they're making like <laughs> trails and stuff for people to walk. And it probably has Ew. a little dog park and crap back there. Yeah, it probably has a little lines. dog park. Yeah. 
So anyway. <clears throat> I'm going to build a big old fence. Signs that say, keep out. <laughs> get out of here. Shoo. Come on, get. Get. <laughs> you can read this sign. Get. <laughs> it says G-I-T. G-I-T. <laughs> we don't call 911. <laughs> Get apostrophe. All these, all these Texas signs you see it like swap meets and stuff. We don't die. Yeah, we can go to the swap meet and get a bunch of signs. <laughs> just hang them all up bunch out of there. Ten signs out there. <laughs> what you're telling them is lunatics. You gotta, yeah, you gotta hang like a bunch of creepy crap back there too, like so it looks like the Blair Witch or something, and nobody yeah, wants to. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good idea. idea. Yeah, really good idea. Just make like little sigils and stuff, we'll and hang them from out. trees. I need to make and... a big like fake Sasquatch and like put them in a tree. Put a speaker in him so you can make a yeah. his eyes light up red like the like uh what's that uh disneyland thing the abominable snowman abominable it's a matterhorn snowman. matterhorn yeah matterhorn. yeah, matterhorn. yeah. <laughs> so scary. yeah. You can have a winter one a summer one you know you know what you could do that i've seen is you can get drones and you could put like a ghost costume on them and you could fly it around <laughs> wow yeah like it looks like a flying ghost yeah yeah <laughs> You make them like glow in the dark and stuff, and put lights on them. Yeah. Oh Jones. yeah. Oh can yeah. You, can you make it make sounds like it goes? Ooh. Yeah. I can make it do whatever you want. <laughs> Somebody else shoot it down. <laughs> yeah, there we go. What you can really do is just put like Roman candles on your drone, like little fireworks, and just like fly them at people and just like shoot fireworks. Yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah, let's put put missiles on our drone. (laughs) I don't see how that can go poorly at all. Other countries do it. (laughs) That's funny. That is funny. But yeah, we will have to plant You should some... hang like Blair Witchy crap out there, though. That'd be hilarious. That'd be Wasn't hilarious. that like, like one of those pentagons, like the witches and stuff like that? Isn't that what they, like the symbols? Like Pentagram. Pentagrams. Isn't that what Blair Witch had? Is that what they had out no, there? No, they made up their own symbol for yeah, that. Yeah, they had their own. Yeah. Their own. It was like a... That was the dumbest movie I think I've ever seen. It was pretty dumb. It really wasn't. Like you're dumb. That's what because you think that movie. It was dumb, like finally good at the end. It was actually scary. But other than that, it was like. Ugh. Never scared me once. I thought it was really dumb. Remember watching The Ring? I remember watching The Ring. Oh, I did you, not watch The Ring, and I'm not going to watch. No, the you ring. did watch The Ring because you watched it with me. I saw the. I we saw watched the... the Ring in your bedroom, in your bed, and then the phone rang. The... <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I, I, that's, that was me. I did we watch the whole thing? <laughs> yes. And the move in that moment would be like, "Oh, can you answer that? <laughs> <laughs> it's for you. It's for you." <laughs> I'm watching The Watcher right now. Have you guys watched The no, Watcher? No, I don't watch scary things. It's really not scary. It's like, I it's don't. Psycho- it's a psychological thriller. I don't think being scared is fun. You know what's funny is I don't really like scary things either, but I'll just like go on a binge of watching all serial killer stuff. It's not scary. Serial killer stuff. That's even scarier because it's real. No, I mean, I'll watch serial It's not killers. scary to me at all, though. But the, that stuff, it does kind of like scare me, but it's like I just don't get any enjoyment out of that. Like I why? don't think being scared is fun. Maybe on like Halloween. You, you used watch to watch commercials for that crap. You used to li- like to watch I Survived, and that's scary. That was that's that for me. That's only scary because I survived as a show where it's like a one-on-one interview with somebody, and they're just asking them questions. There's about, no reenactments. About, there's no reenactments, which I, I hate reenactments. I won't watch a show. With I won't either. Um, but it's just a one-on-one thing, and see that gives me like anxiety. I wouldn't call it that's fear. fear. That's called fear. Well, I just I just really <clears throat> feel for them in in those moments. I put myself in in their shoes in those moments. So I have like anxiety. I don't have fear because of it. You have fear I because have fear. of it. I get up because, and lock the door. Like especially that one where the ninja guys are like in the attic, <gasps> are living, you living in their attic for like a week. <clears throat> that like messed you up. Still. It did. It did. <laughs> if you mention I survived, Jessica told me the other day she you was got a big old and attic, she, and she sits and she watches and I survived pops on and she goes and it was the it ninja. It was the ninja. And what's the ninja? We should put a fake ninja. In her attic, and then make, make put don't a speaker even. in there that makes sound. Don't even. Because no. that was freaky. I, was I, don't, a, I don't. I don't. I don't do that with people. Don't. Don't start. Don't start a prank war because prank wars last forever. <laughs> They're for keeps. Especially a prank where it scares you because I don't oh, like yeah. to be scared. I remember telling you guys this a long time ago too when I first moved down there. Don't like. That's always my fear. Don't come prank me. No. You know, because I'm going to shoot yeah, you. You don't do shot. that out here. Yeah, you just yeah. don't do shot. that yeah. out here. I live alone. I'm in a very alone, dark, rural place by myself. Just me and the big sugar and Schweeps. And so... Schweeps, <laughs> why do you say you're alone oh. when Schweeps is there? So don't go to Travis' house at 3 in the morning and start banging on the windows. <laughs> no. It's not nice. It's not cool at all. You might die. And you, you might, might get, die, you'll probably yeah. get shot. 
Yeah. He's out there in the woods. He knows you're there. He's going to shoot you. I know Wes said that he, he watched, he was like, he was like watching, you know, a plethora of I survives all at one time. Oh, and he's no. like, you can't do that. He's like messing with me. He goes, yeah. like messing with yeah, me. You don't like binge that show. Yeah. That's like Trev when he said he was binging the, the Handmaid's Tale. You can't get him. He's you like, can't no. binge show, some shows like that. I couldn't do it with Ozark. I just can't. I can't. I just can't. Ozark? Nope. nope. Causes me stress. Causes me stress. She can't even watch it like before she goes to bed. No. I won't watch Handmaid's Tale before I go to bed either. I'll watch it from like eight to nine, but then I have to watch something else after that. I'm not sure I can watch it ever again. <laughs> I'm on like season four, the beginning of season four, and I'm just like, I started watching an episode to like get back into it. And I'm just like, I just can't. It's a tough show. <laughs> tough show. Right cool. It is absolutely <laughs> brutal. You're on a break. I'm on a break. Yeah. I need a much longer break. It is. I, I was doing that. I was watching I Survives like all the time, and I, I had to take a break. I just yeah. can't. But I do watch, like, I mean, I watch crime shows. That's what I like. I like CSI. I like, you know, Law and Order. I like, those are my, you know, Criminal Minds. Those are my shows. Those are all fake crime shows. Yeah, but, like, I like the, the you know, the figuring it out part, but I don't like the... Well, there's always a happy ending. They always get the there's bad... You know, I, there actually the isn't. There guys. isn't always, there isn't always later, a happy resolved. ending. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with, like, the without a trace. Sometimes they're dead. Sometimes you find them, but they're dead. But... It's not the it's not the same as like the I survived where it's like you know you're clenched the well, whole time. Well, the only thing that you could focus on in I survived is that, is that they, they survived. did survive because they're telling the story. Spoiler. It doesn't really matter because I still feel that the whole time. It doesn't yeah. feel any better because, like you said, you're feeling what they're telling you because they're telling you the story, and it's like and it's unbelievable. Horrible. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable and it's real, and and yeah, there's some I survived where it's like they're with like a few other people, but. They're not the only, all. They're yeah. the only one who survived it. Right. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. There's been ones that are like shark attacks <clears throat> in the ocean and stuff. Oh, the ocean ones. She doesn't do the ocean. I yeah. hate the ocean. I just got the, the word for that is thalassophobia. And my mom has that Whoa. like really, really, really. New bad. word. Word of the day. <laughs> what was it again? Never... Th- thalassophobia. It's a fear. Fear. Fear of the. The. The yawning chasm of the ocean. Like the, the, the ocean. <laughs> hey, my analogy. The yawning chasm. My analogy of the ocean, and I'm not kidding, because people say, oh, I love the ocean, I sit on the beach. When I sit on the beach and I look out at the ocean, I see a monster that goes like this. Come here. Come here. The ocean terrifies it me. It terrifies me. It's a monster. Is it like scuba dive? Nope. <clears throat> No. I could start spitting out ocean facts that would terrify you worse. I'm I don't gonna, want that. I'm not going to do that right now. What's that. weird is like my height fear translates over to the ocean. It's like, yeah, I know I'm bobbing on the top of the ocean, but there's like... That's only because you can't see all the way down. down. Yeah. That's what, like, that's what I'm envisioning is how much is underneath me and so the vastness much. of it is terror. So, so you'll see like aerial shots of the ocean where the water's clear enough to see like the tectonic cliff and people are swimming oh, above it. Shelf. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh, good times. I have never, I have never, and I will never, like, because, you know, I've been on boats in the ocean. You know, I've been, like, catamaran rides and things like Cruise that. Ship. I'm terrified. I usually drink because I'm terrified. <laughs> As one does. But, like, some people, As like. One does. As one does. <laughs> Get! <laughs> so, because some people, like, they like to, like, you know, dock it and, like, get out and swim. Why? I can't. I really have a hard time even doing that. I would never. Why are you swimming? I have a boat. I'm not no, swimming. You don't need to swim. There's like, there's like a list. I'm le- dangling bait. There's like That's a what li- I am. Yeah, dangling exactly. bait. There's like yeah. at least six movies, like open water style movies, where they get out of, they do that, and they get out of the boat and swim, and then all the boat's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> the boat's gone. The boat's I saw that away. open water in theaters, and that it's a, it's kind of a corny <laughs> movie, but that still like messed with me. I mean, you don't want to be out there. I after after I, seeing a movie like that, I would never do what they did, ever. I, I, like remember, you said, dock the boat and go swim in it? No. No, no I'm not. Not I ever. Not. not ever. Once again, why would I swim? I have a boat. <laughs> I have I a boat, so I don't have to swim. swim. I'm not getting yeah. in that water. I'm not. No. I will, at the beach, I'll like, go up to my knees. I might even go up to like my thighs. Mm. A little, little splashy, splashy. <laughs> Just to cool off. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking. No. I'm looking. She's never going to not I'm touch only, the bottom of her feet. And I'm yeah. only going to do that in the Caribbean. I'm not doing that like in the Pacific, the Pacific Ocean. Ocean. Well, A, it's cold. <clears throat> B, it's yucky. I can't yeah. see. I can't see where the shark is. Um, no. And that splashy, splashy you want to do with just your thighs in there, all that does is make them go, oh, the food's over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to Renee. She's doing the splashy thing. just ringing thing. the dinner bell. Yeah. She's <laughs> doing the splashy Sounds like a thing. big old flopping I remember, piece of meat. I remember, I remember, I remember, one, one, I remember one, one I survived. 
And it made me dawn on one of the things that I always say. <clears throat> like, I like to go on a cruise ship. But I like to, like, know where the land is. You want to know which direction? I want to know which direction the land is. So that is. if I need to swim five miles in one direction, it's going to be that direction. You ain't swimming anywhere with currents. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so there's this, I survived. You're not swimming. And it's you're this just woman going. that they, you know, they're, they're in a boat out there. And I think it was, like, her whole family. It was, like, her dad and, like, her brother. And oh, how fun. <clears throat> it tipped over. Because that's fun. Well, because the, being in well, the, the cruise ship tipped. Is no, it was a, a small. It was a small boat. Oh, okay, like a family event. Yay. Anyway, there they are, bobbing in the ocean. It's nighttime, bobbing, just bobbing and bobbing. It's cold, so that you know you you have limited time. <clears throat> Her brother dies. Her dad dies. What are they? They just died of uh, hypothermia. Exposure, right? They're cold. They're, they, oh, I remember this one. They, yeah, they just started going to sleep. Yep. That's what it yep. was. And she could see she could see the land the whole time. She could see the but land. You can't get to it. Couldn't get to it. It's too far. Couldn't yeah. get to it. Well, because you're in you're in a you're in a tide. I mean, it's just swim it. The swim. ocean. It has yeah. tides too. The ocean Mike, decides where you're going. Michael Phelps could be out there just jacked, going as hard as he could. He ain't going anywhere. Yep, with a belly full anywhere. of pasta, not going anywhere. Just because you can see anywhere. the land, it's way farther than you think it is. Yeah, especially at Doesn't nighttime matter. with like the lights on, it's farther than you think. So once again, That's what is my phobia? Too. What is it? Philosophobia. With because the ocean is a monster. Yeah. It's a monster. No like. No like. She did survive because she had something to float on. Yeah. She Like some kind of debris so she could like get up out of the water. And well, some people, it's just like you could deal with <clears throat> hypothermia way better and longer than others. I would die. Um, you would want to die. I would definitely die. And that's a good way to go, actually. You just fall asleep. Hypothermia, you just fall asleep. Yeah, I read that if you're like you're in, in the ocean asleep. like that and you're just like hanging on to the side of a boat but not like out of the water after like four days, the salt water will eat all your skin off your body. That's not true. That's not true. Are you sure? I don't think that's true. Okay. No, there's plenty of people who survived out there longer than four days. Yeah. The shark in the, the water though. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's definitely <laughs> layers getting like broken down, but it's not like you're just like raw meat out there. or anything. Well, I mean, look at the damage that happens to you just being in the water, how you crinkle up and wrinkle up just by being in a pool for an hour, you know? So what does salt water do after several days? I don't know. We'll have to Google it. I wonder if you get pruny out there or not. Oh, yeah, you're going to get pruny. Totally pruny. With the salt water? I thought maybe it was different or something. I don't think no, so. You're still going to get pruny. Anyway, there. don't go. Anyway, <laughs> don't do it. My get advice. Ocean, zero out of ten. would not recommend Oceans, no. You know, when I did that, when I did that fishing trip with, with, with uh, Brian, it's like 20 guys. Big boat. Um, like a 100-foot, 120-foot boat or something like that. It's like 20, 22 people, and then the crew, so it's like 28, 30 people. I had to really, like, because I, I really wanted to go because I like fishing. I didn't understand what it all entailed, but um, I do like fishing. But, man, you go, like, way out there, and you're, like, where You don't it. see the land? Yeah. You know, there are times where you don't really see it. Um, and so there was a couple <laughs> times where I had to kind of, like, check myself, be like, hey, yep. we're fine. I'm fine. The, uh, if the boat sinks I would right, not enjoy that. Boat sinks right now. I'm fine. We got, I know where the life jackets are. I know where this is. I have this. I have that. Um, but you still don't want it to happen. And then you just have to put it out of your head. It's just like, it's not going to happen. We're fine. You drink. Yeah. You just I drink. I drink a lot. Uh -huh. I, drink more than, I drink more than any other guy. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're drinking it's and you fall drinking. off the edge of the boat. It's like two or three nights and the guy's like out of the bar tab at the end. He's like, who's Travis? <laughs> 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 He's that scared guy over there. Is he alive? <laughs> it was be like two hundred dollars. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me. It's two hundred dollars. <laughs> Trying to cope. <laughs> but that was really fun, though. Actually, it wasn't fun. Do you remember any of it? <laughs> oh, I remember all of it. They didn't have enough booze there to like get me drunk enough to be relaxed out there. So, but that was like you're fishing for like bluefin tuna. Mm. I had never done that before. That's and like then, deep water fish. Uh, yeah, it's it's like deep sea fishing. Is that really? like the rods that are like attached to the boat and that kind of a thing? Some of them, n no. It's it's uh, a, a, a typically like a bluefin tuna is going to be like it's going to be like eighty to like one hundred fifty pounds or something like that. That's pretty big. But watching these guys like when they first started like catching, it's at like at night at like midnight, oh. and you're all like fishing out there in the cold and you know you get this protocol you're supposed to run it's like dip it down bring it up dip it down bring it up and then use the light to like it's like a glow in the dark thing on your lure to like get get it get it glow in the dark again with like your little flashlight dip it down bring it up hit the bottom bring it up you know just fishing 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 
And then as soon as it was Brian's brother, Scott, who I think I'm pretty sure it was him who got the first one. Brian's brother, Scott, six foot, 180, fit. He's done like five tours in Iraq as like a, you know, a gunny on a helicopter. Uh, you know, he's a badass dude. And watching him just like on the ground of the ship struggle. Uh, 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 and then they got to hand it off to some other guy where that's his job. He does that all the time and watching him do the same thing, you know, so I, when I'm fishing, I was just like, oh, please don't catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do with you this? You don't want to lay there and look like a weakling because you can't really. <laughs> no, that would really be hard. That, that's it exactly would, what I would do. It would, it would take like 45 minutes to get this freaking thing on the boat. I'd just be afraid something would jerk me and throw me in the water. Dude, I watched this scary, too, I watched I this scary movie because sometimes they have like a belt, you know, that it, and it hooks yeah. into their belt or something. Yeah. And they like, <laughs> they like hooked it on him. And then, no. and then like, and it just pulls him in. And and like the whole chair just goes, ah, yeah. into the <laughs> yeah. ocean. And he's hooked to it. So you can't, and the fish is just going down. You're dead. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's not real, is it? Yeah, it is. Because oh, oh, no. guys, guys who do like big marlins and stuff like that. No. Well, the marlin, you know, it wants to, like the, you know, the big sword thing comes flying through the air yeah. and stabs yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's happening to somebody. It has. Let's go. I'm sure it's happening to somebody. It has. I've seen it. Let's go Google fishing accidents. That's yeah. what we should do. Whoa. Fishing, it's relaxing. No, I would it. not enjoy mm -hmm. one aspect of that, not even for Even one just second. going to like Texoma mm -hmm. with like with like Ricky. You know, I know it's, it's still there, a big there body are points of water where it's like it's 20, late, 40, I think maybe 50 might be like the max. But I don't feel comfortable out there. Yeah. I don't want to go swimming out there. Yeah. Like gross. Yeah. I want to fish though, but I just have to mentally put myself somewhere because I've I've always been scared of the ocean, and I think with comes to anyone else, you know, it was me watching Jaws at seven years old. <laughs> I've always been Jaws. afraid of the ocean. That movie shaped a generation. Yeah, yeah, you may have always been afraid of the ocean, but as soon as you watch Jaws. Over. It was over. Yeah. Over. But Mine see, doesn't even come from Jaws. Like, you know what? My memories of that being a uh, big afraid. monster in the water that you can't see that wants <laughs> no, to eat you. It's yeah. mechanical. What's, yeah. It actually, What's it the draw? It came from Grandma Joyce's pool. I remember, like, and we swam in it forever and it was fine. And then, like, at one point, I, like, because her pool is like 12 feet deep or something. Deep Very pool. deep. Yeah. And you look and you just see how deep it is. And now it's just like expanded that into the ocean. Like in my head, I can just, it's just so far. It's the ocean so is just deep. too big. It was always the same as you mentally when swimming at Grandma <laughs> Joyce's house. I would never swim alone. Yeah. Never. And I always had that fear that like there's some kind of trap door on the bottom where they're going to let the shark in. It's like, no, it's like those kids that have died with like, there's like a suction in the bottom there's of the that. pool. That's horrible. <clears throat> I never had like, that. Like community pools. So yeah. There have been have kids that have died from yeah. that. It's like a suction and they get, get they your get hair in it, get your bracelet in it. Ugh. Yeah. You have always had fear of water from the time you were a wee tot. Remember him screaming? He was during terrified. Sleep. He was awful to teach to swim. Yeah. His, his, his He's like scraping the, the swim instructor. Get your hands this, off me. <laughs> Stop scaring this me. This poor guy, he would just, little Traverino, put his arms around his, his neck and just scratch him and scream. <laughs> and he would just like walk around with you in and the water to just, the to, class. just to try to calm him down. So your fear of water has always been there. Don't like it. <laughs> but with me, like in a lake... I know there isn't anything in there that can kill me in there. It doesn't matter. There's going to be big, big icky old, fish. Big old icky fish. Gonna bite your toe, <laughs> but there, bite none your of them toe. can kill me like a like a like a, a shark can kill me. Yeah. And I'm a really good swimmer. I'm a strong swimmer. So if you put me in a lake like that, I'm going to swim out of there. I'm going to I'm going to swim. But you know the what ocean, lakes though, dead bodies that are tied. There to are dead yeah. bodies in so there, many dead but bodies. they won't kill me. See, I don't. They're I don't, icky. It's I don't gross, fear in the water like a shark. Necessarily. I mean, oh, I do. I mean, it's yeah, on the it's, list. It's all shark. It's all shark. <laughs> it's, it's on the list, but that's it's the vastness of it and what's underneath you. Yeah, it's sharks. Well, no, because <laughs> like in a lake, there's not a shark in there. But like you said, like oh, is that a body touching you? There's a fish touching you. No, it becomes you, a, it becomes a fear me. of heights, but on the surface of the water. Exactly. Yes, yeah. I have that too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, I, I always pop this vision in my head. Of my upper body up here and my legs dangling and what all is yeah. under you know, from there. Yeah. Yeah. The camera comes up to the <laughs> Like I've gone, whoosh. you know, wakeboarding in the lake or something. And, you know, I'm fine until I'm bobbing. Until we're dangling. The, until yeah. the boat, we're waiting for the boat to come back around for you. And I'm panicking. And I'm panicking. <laughs> and I'm trying to just tell myself, you're fine. 
You're fine. It's fine. They're coming back. Don't kick back. your feet. It's Don't fine. kick your feet like prey. Yeah. <laughs> just stay still. What was that? Yeah. Well, I'm just out there like this. Gives you a little doing little your nibble. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody else is just like, let's flip off the boat. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> Big old shack. <laughs> shack. Big old shack. That, I mean, that Jaws was pretty. It's so funny, too, because it's like shark deaths are like. So minuscule. So crazy rare. You're going to die in a car accident or an you're airplane. You're going to die in a car accident. Crocs in Florida. Yeah. You're five times more likely to get killed by a hippo. Yeah. 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 Hippos are nasty. You're like so more, cute though. more likely to like get killed skydiving while being struck by lightning yeah. than like being eaten by a shark. I mean, seriously, the most dangerous thing we do every day is drive a car. Like you're much more likely to die in a car That's accident true. than all of this crap. But yet, irrationally, our brain. But if I had to pick a way to I'm go, I'm sorry, but it's rational. <laughs> <laughs> Not a shack. No shack. <clears throat> you're like drowning and like they're biting you. Ugh. Gonna have bad dreams now. I know. You Best podcast ever. You thought the Handmaid's Tale was upsetting. You <laughs> said I have nightmares about that. I'm just like in a pit of depression watching that show. It's just like things that play with my mind like that. Like you know, I'm going to talk about Amelia, that Doberman that we rescued. But that's that. I could not sleep last night. That no. dog was in my head all night long. All night long. Sometimes it just does that, and you just like. And I know I'm going to wake up to bad news, and that's exactly what we did. But I'm going to talk about that a little bit because <clears throat> I just want people to understand the difficulty of rescuing dogs from the valley. You know, we would like to be able to do a lot more of it, but it's the distance is something that people don't comprehend because it's in the same state. Yeah. You know, it's Texas. Well, it's in the same state. It must be close by. It's probably a 10-hour drive. 10 one way. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can if you if you went that same distance north, you probably cross four states. If you were like up in the north, uh, up in the northeast, you know, because yeah, you would go through Oklahoma. No, yeah. I mean like Pennsylvania and New York and Maine, and you, if you drove that length of time, you'd like see the whole, the whole area up there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so when we got a request to to rescue that dog, you know, she's outside. Like she looks like she's in a ditch, you know. Looks like some some kind of rural property or something. Some kind of well, she'd been hit by a car, so yeah. she got hit by a car somewhere. And yeah. you know, the people down there just don't have the resources to help a dog like that. Um, there's a video that I want to share on Facebook of a woman who tries to help dogs down there, <clears throat> and she was outside the plane when. Amelia was loaded up and Wayne was getting ready to take off and she loaded in this yellow lab and she's telling it how much she loves it and how much she loves it. You know, here's this small plane that Wayne has and he's, he got 30 dogs in that plane this time. He said it was the most that he had ever had. Wow. And you know, he's got them into those like little tiny compartments, you know, the little, t just to try to get in as many as he could. <clears throat> and in the back of the plane, it looked like there were two kind of Anatolian shepherd mixes back there. And then this woman, I think her name is Norma. She's got this yellow lab mix that she wants to load up in there. And so, and she's saying, you know, I need, I need to get you out of here. I need to get you out of here. Because it's, you know, the goal is always to get them out of the valley, to get mm -hmm. them out so they can have a decent life. And she loads up this big sweet girl, this yellow lab, and she's bawling. You know, just kind of kissing her through the window. And you can see her little face in there because she clearly she had like fostered this dog. Yeah. And wanted to get her out of there. <clears throat> Calling her mamacita. And she had had a rescue, a, a lab rescue that's agreed to take her in because that's how it works. Yeah. You know, they've got all these dogs down there. So they try to network them. Somebody reached out to us because this one was a Doberman and we rescue Dobermans. But, you know, if they've got like a lab mix, then they look for lab rescues. That's just how it works. But I started looking at her page because I started following her after I saw that video. I started looking at her page and she had a video. She stopped alongside of a highway and it's like rip roaring. Like it's three lanes, both directions. And they're, you know, the cars are going 70. And she saw this yellow lab mix that's off the side of the highway next to like a big, it was like a 
political sign. You know, it's lit up. Yeah. And it's alongside the highway. And there's just this yellow lab just laying there. And she's like, this dog's going to get killed. She's just going to get killed out here. And she goes, I can't take this dog. I can't. I don't have a place for this dog. I don't have the resources for this dog. But she couldn't leave it. She, could, she just couldn't leave it. Well, that dog, that's who she picked up. That's who she loaded on the plane. Yeah. Like several days later. So she did find a lab rescue to take her and loaded her up on that plane. But, you know, all of the dogs that are in there, <clears throat> they all have a rescue. They all have somebody who's raised their hand and said, I'll take that dog. Yeah. Because otherwise, they're just on the street. They're just yeah. on the street. And what are you supposed to do when you land the plane? You got 30 dogs with you. Exactly. So this Amelia <laughs> dog, what, what we, all we knew was those two first photos that she's got her bones sticking out of one back leg we didn't um, know if it was a boy or a girl we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl uh, they originally told us that she was a girl but this woman that was speaking outside of that plane that loaded the yellow lab called it a he so we thought you know but some people just do that in general terms you yeah. know um so they put her on the plane, and we know very little about her other than that, and we're waiting for her to arrive. And Jenna went to get her, met her at the airport, and she's like, she's got bones sticking out of both legs. You know, both of them. So we're thinking, oh, it's, now she's got two broken legs. Mm -hmm. Well, and she was leaking pee. And she's leaking pee. Yeah. So, you know, you, we hope that she just had to pee really bad, but... In your mind, you go, yeah. is she paralyzed? Well, and then after we talked to Jenna today, she said <coughs> one of those legs, like they got it in the car or something and they touched it somehow and like its leg it just, folded it just, back it on just, itself. It just folded backwards. Because like the leg is so broken that it's just, ugh. Yeah. And then she said, that, you know, the smell was just horrific. Horrific. So that's been, you know, how long has she been laying out there? How long has she been laying out there? We just don't know. So get her to the ER and, <clears throat> you know, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty easy to determine if a dog can feel any pain or not. So, the, you know, like she has no sensation, which is, which is a bright spot. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's a bright spot. That's what I said this morning. That's at least, <clears throat> at least with her back being broken is that she doesn't have any pain in those legs where your bone is protruding. Right. You know. You still have pain from your back being broken, but you don't have pain in your legs, you know, where it's yeah. severe compound fractures. Yeah. So, yeah, we get that information that, you know, her back is broken in two places and both of her legs have compound fractures. So, she, I mean, she'd taken a significant, a significant injury, which had, I'm sure was a car. Yeah. You know, they hit her. So, yeah, all we could do was, you know, they put her on fentanyl overnight and wrapped her up and put warm blankets around her and we have to send her on her way. At least she was comfortable. Yeah. But you know, that's just a, <clears throat> you know, when you rescue dogs, you want a good story. You want to, you want it to be a happy ending. And sometimes, sometimes the happiest thing that you can get is knowing that that dog's not suffering anymore. She's not dying on the side of the road. <laughs> right. <clears throat> but <clears throat> that's always the one of the challenging things with getting dogs from down there it's like it's 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 the distance well it's 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 also it's also what they're going through it's like you know these dogs could have been waiting for days even even the shelters down there it's yeah. just it, it doesn't matter you know um these dogs are just languishing for days and then it can take more days just to even get them yeah to find someone who can transport them that's that's why the plane thing is well that would be super cool Get them out of there as quick as possible. And, and this because is it's already so dire and down the, there. And it then is the conditions of usually who we choose is so dire. And then it's like trying to get them there. It's just, it's just like compounding. Yeah. compounding it's compounding. very difficult. Because we, I mean, difficult. we we definitely, you know, we definitely don't shy away from those types of cases because, you know, we, we can take them on with, with the, you know, it's the team of specialists and vets, vets that we work with. You know, that's. Uh, we, I mean, we always still surprise them and like challenge them, but it's, that is, that is, you know, that's, that's what they're there for. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still always just like super frustrating when you, you know, you try and do all those things and it just, just wasn't meant to be, yep. you know, it was just already just too far gone. So. Yeah. And she took a spot on the plane for another dog that that woman had. Um, 
And she said, that's fine. She needs to be on fluids for a little while longer anyway. So then this girl's, you know, because there's the urgency of, yeah. you know, taking the triage. a spot. Yeah. The triage, yeah. I mean, that spot is a golden <clears throat> ticket. It's yeah. just a golden yeah. ticket. And I don't know if people can grasp how golden that ticket is. Yeah. A, for a dog to even get out of the valley mm-hmm. is huge. But B, to be able to be injured like that and to get on a plane the next day it's the same thing we've said about the auction dogs it's like the golden ticket to get out of the auction house not to a mill you know you you're lucky to ever have gotten out of the mill as it was out of the auction house that way right yeah because statistically getting out of the auction house was like a five percent well even statistically even statistically going to the auction house yeah yeah that's yeah, it. I mean, that it, makes it even smaller. The yeah. vast majority, a vast majority of mill dogs n- never go in, yeah. go yeah. up They'll for sale. They'll private sale to each other, yeah. or, or live in the same place till they die. Yeah. Right, right. So anyway, that was disappointing, and was not the result that we were hoping for. But we hope to be able to work with him in the future and um, see who who we can get out of there. Different kinds of circumstances. It's pretty awesome to get 30 dogs in a, in a small plane like that. It really was. I mean... Jenna said there was not a speck of space left over. You know, it's pretty awesome if we can get 30 dogs in, in the in the dog bus. That thing's yeah. huge. Yeah. You know, so what... And that, just, you know, that pilot, Wayne, he was texting Jenna last night because mm. he loved that dog. He goes, she, she was this... Because she sat right behind his seat. I think he had his hand on her like the whole time. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah, everybody has like a vested interest in trying to get this dog to safety and <clears throat> just didn't pan out this time. Did you talk to that guy on the phone? I texted him. How much does that cost? Um, I found that on you? this normal woman's page when she posted that video, people were commenting and they said that uh, it's it's $70 um, an hour. An hour in gas. In gas. Oh, that's way cheaper than I would have thought. And this and this trip was an eight-hour trip for him mm. because it's down really? there and back. Yeah, down there and back. Yeah. Flight time is eight hours. It's a little yes. plane. It's a little plane. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a four-hour flight. So it's like half the time of driving is really kind of what it amounts to in hours. Yeah. But you know. Hmm. So. <clears throat> um, yeah, and they, they put his PayPal address on there. So we, I had I sent him money for gas from the rescue to help with that because... How often does he do that? I don't know. It's his spare time kind of thing. Yeah. So I just don't know. It's interesting, too. There's like little, you know, there's some weird little laws about being like a private pilot like that. I don't know anything about it. Um, I, I've, I've kind of looked into it before because I've always wanted to... I've always wanted to fly, but then like you look at all the expenses of it, and it's just mad. It's an expensive hobby. Um, yeah. it's, it's like the most expensive hobby. Um, you know, like f- for example, if your if your friend was like a small plane pilot guy, and you asked him to take you somewhere, it's like you have that. That's like a whole different like. You have to charge somebody like a certain amount. There's like a taxi rate. There's like a taxi license just to be able to drive somebody. Even if it's like your friend, you can get in like big trouble for mm. for, for that. So mm. um, so I was kind of curious to like, you know, how does that work with like dogs or whatever? <coughs> well, you know, there does, is does an he have orga- a nonprofit? There's, there's or an organization like- called Pilots and Paws. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if they're a nonprofit. I'd have to go research that, but I've heard their name many, many, many times. Yeah. And I think what it is is an organization with many pilots who volunteer their time. You know, like I'm I'm gonna I have free time on Sunday if I can help with anybody. And sometimes they just fly a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, that's difficult to I mean it needs to like go from <coughs> you know, California to New York or something like that. It's a long distance. It's, when, it's hard to rescue a dog when they have to go so far. We have Ricky, who like has done that for us yeah. multiples of times. Mm-hmm. But to have a pilot be able to do that. And many times I'll see people on our page when we're in a situation where we're trying to get a dog from point A to point B, and they'll always mention pilots and paws. But I'm sure the, waiting, not that I'm sure the waiting list is there. significant to, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, to get that. So this guy... It's not like <laughs> calling an Uber or anything. Like. Exactly. It's not like... Yeah, it's so obscure to be able to get that kind of help that I don't even look at it. You know, yeah. I just don't even look at it. 
<clears throat> well, also, once again, we're looking at dogs. It's like you need to move. You're, you're, uh, a you're dog like Amelia, that yeah. dog, that dog needs to be in a hospital right now. Yeah. You know, so. So, yeah, you're moving quickly. Uh, we did have we did. This pilot is he brought in aviator. The, fir, the first time the, the Doberman was the first time that we had as funny because Eva was telling me. <clears throat> she didn't hadn't realized that Aviator had come in with the same pilot that Amelia came in, and she said, "Because Aviator was in rough shape, he was he was just a like a stray out there that somebody He's had like skinny and stinky, skinny and stinky, skin rotting, you know, skinny, all the things that we can solve, you know." Mm-hmm. Um, but they brought some. I think it was Leslie that brought him to our attention, and and we said we'll take him, but what. What people don't understand is a lot of times that information is this dog is a stray. It's not like somebody is hanging on to them mm-hmm. for somebody to take. It's like they capture a picture of him. Somebody saw it at the grocery store. So, yes. Yeah. He's outside yeah. of stories, outside yeah. of gas station. Nobody stations. has possession necessarily of this dog. Well, because yes. down there, there's dogs everywhere. So they nobody's going to go re- get him because you don't have anywhere for him to go. Yeah. Exactly. And, and yeah. they don't have the resources to pay to, pay to feed him to do whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she asked us, will you take that dog? And we said, yeah, we'll take him. Figure, figure out transport. But that happens all the time. And we're like, and then we, she, we never get him because they never catch him or it took right. off or whatever. But with him, they came back to us like two weeks later and said, okay, we have him. And once, if we've committed, we commit. Yeah. yeah. So if we've told you we'll take him, then we'll take him. So she said, you know, we've got him and I can get him on the, on the plane. I'm like, okay, that's fantastic. This is the first time that we ever had a rescue yeah. come in on a plane. Mm-hmm. So here he comes, goofy old guy, and so that was nice. It's I a good deal. It's a it's a good you know. Hopefully, it'll be a good option to get dogs out of there. Yeah, <coughs> like I said, I don't know how freak I, you know. I told Laura today. I said we need to, because it, the communication with him has always been through somebody else. Yeah, you know, it started with Leslie. She like knows him. Can, so then Jenna was communicating with him because she was going to meet him at the airport. And I said, no, we need to have dialogue ourselves so that we can communicate with him directly. And the same thing with this normal woman who works down there. And that's what she does. Because you need as, much, as many sources of help as you can get. You know, we, we do have Raquel who, who lives down there and she'll transport for us too, but it's not fast. Yeah. No. You know, there's nothing fast. <clears throat> So that's the that's the struggle with rescuing from the valley that I, I don't think a lot of people. Well, yeah, and asking someone to do to drive ten hours to one me, way, and then have to drive. We 10 have hours had back. we have had situations where dogs have been a little bit more emergent, and Ricky's flown down there. Yeah. And then rent a car and drive back. Yeah. So you know it's an expense. To but go it's to. still a long haul. It's still a long haul. Yeah. It's still an overnight situation, which is exactly what it was with this Amelia dog. It was still an overnight situation. Which is always difficult too when you're looking at when you have limited information about what's wrong with this dog or what what they're going through. And yeah. It's like. Well, we had no idea she was as injured as she was. Yeah. We see a picture of a broken leg and we hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, honestly, I just, you know, once again, with the limited information you have, it's like, yeah, there's the picture of the leg and there's a, a major compound fraction going on. But, you know, it's a back leg. Yeah. Dog needs to lose a back leg. That's not cool. a big deal. We've had right. several of those. Not right. a big mm-hmm. deal. Like, I shared that picture with Dr. Reno and that's, that's <clears> what she said. Well, her concern was a bone infection, depending on how old it is. Yeah. Um, but she says otherwise... You take that leg off and you move yeah. on, you know, yeah. you don't know that her, that her back's her broken. back is broken. Yeah. It was like the images that we had of Jojo when we first saw him with that dangling front leg. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> what a mess that was. Jojo. Big old Joe. He's a good boy. I need to go see my big Joe. He's got a mama who loves him very much. Didn't he win a contest or something? He did win a contest. I'm have to. Did he win it in his wagon? Well, his story won it, so it's like a fresh pet rescue um, um, contest. So she submit Ryan, who's who's JoJo's mom, submitted his story, and we we won fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, nice! Rescue won fifteen thousand dollars. Nice! Fantastic! It's fantastic. I will write a, I will write a story about that on Facebook, but <clears throat> I don't I don't have all of the information yet, so you guys are 
keen to that story before anybody else. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Except for you'll post it before this airs. <clears throat> no, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Because I'm, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for for the contest people to like send us an email, and we've only heard from Ryan that because yeah. they notified her that he won, so then they have to notify us. So yeah, you never know too with like a big corporation. It could be no, just we like, did win. Nope, you didn't. You yeah. didn't actually yeah. win. Well, <laughs> it could be six weeks. You from didn't now, win until the check clears. We yeah. might not get that check for six months. I have yeah. no idea. But yeah. we're gonna keep the interest on it first. Yeah. So yep. Did not end up being a good story, but <clears throat> she's not suffering anymore. Well, that's the and anyway, part. what are the things and still I was... just just doing something, trying the best you can. You know, yeah. even though doing just, something is better than doing nothing. Just the end result just totally sucks. Yeah. And but like, it's better than just like scrolling along and just always in the back of your mind, like, oh, could have helped. Is that, that dog, dog still on the other side of the road? Is that dog yeah. still on the side of the road? Is that dog yeah. still on the side of the road? Yeah. yeah. Because. Um, I mean, what's disturbing about the photos, the first photos is like a plastic bag because somebody just like wrapped it in plastic, in clear plastic, because that's the best that they've got. Yeah. I mean, that's the best that they've got. Yeah, a plastic bag covered in blood that's next to it. But then when the ER talked about how bad her blood work was, she's dying. Yeah. You know, she's, I mean, she's dying. They, they questioned whether she had Von Willebrons. Mm. Oh, <clears throat> even worse. So she bled and bled and bled and bled. Yeah. And, you know, she doesn't have any red blood cells left. And yeah, she's even still Jenna alive. felt like that was pretty fresh because she wasn't like really stinky, like skin wise. She said her hair still felt clean, like she hadn't been laying out there for a long time. So even if she had like just been hit and had Von Willebrons and bled a bunch, you don't have any. Von Willebrons is a, is a bleeding disorder. Where they it's don't pretty clot common properly. in Dobermans where their blood doesn't clot. So. So you lost, you know, a good chunk of your blood and, yeah. you know, and now you're dying from that, even though you just got hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all bad. Which, I mean, all just adds to it that even if her back wasn't broken, like saving her would have been tough. Really tough. Yeah. Yep. Catastrophic. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it sucks. But that's the way it goes. Well, I hate to end, end our podcast on a sad note, but... <clears throat> Sorry. Well, Sometimes that's how we roll. Go watch some I Survived. No. They all, <laughs> they all survived. They did all survive. Mm. Even if you had a ninja in your attic. That's right. Terrible. All right. Night, y'all. Right. Thanks, Goodbye, guys. everybody.